It's the Pop My Culture Podcast with your hosts, Cole Stratton and Vanessa Ragland. Hey, welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. I'm Velvet Cheese. Velvet Cheese. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm Vanessa Ragland. I just made that cool new nickname. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to catch on. <laughs> oh, it will. Like... No, like a cheese. Like I don't a, know. I haven't like eaten cheese in years. Cheese on yeah. a velvet painting. <laughs> oh, beautifully said. Not really. Uh, this episode is great because we have a sponsor for this episode, ShoeDazzle.com. Vanessa, let's hear a little bit about them. I'm the lady, so I know what I'm talking about. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by ShoeDazzle.com, and this is a great website that gives you exclusive quality shoes and accessories that fit your unique style at one low rate. That's $39.95 for any item. I like it when they keep it below a round number. Plus, free delivery and amazing customer service. To receive a 20% bonus savings on your first purchase, go to ShoeDazzle.com and click on the microphone in the top right corner. You'll see it. It's really cute. And then you enter POP. That's P-O-P. And that gives our listeners a special 20% off. Hey, there you go. Sammies are good. Right? Yeah. The economy, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, a couple of uh, housekeeping tidbits before we bring out our guest. Number one, Windex. Love it or hate it. <laughs> <laughs> by uh, by the name Rem Windex, it's a lot better than the generic. Uh, it's true. Yeah, the other one leaves streaks sometimes. I find. Yeah, don't streak. It's not worth the ninety nine cents saving. That's right. This is why you guys come to the show <laughs> for <laughs> charming banter like this. I am right. hopped up on Dayquil Ooh. right now. Nice. So she might seem coherent now. It's gonna get loopy. Er, Wait till it than kicks usual. In. Uh, if you like the show, and not necessarily this part, you can go. Oh boy. You can go to iTunes and leave us a review, uh, hopefully a five-star one with some nice comments, because it helps us bring more ears to the podcast. And I won't do reggae children's songs anymore. That's a one-time experiment. That's right. Uh, also, uh, if you want to send us an email at info at popmyculturepodcast.com, we, uh, we love it. it. We'll and we back. reply. Yep. Um, but it, it always makes our day to get notes from you guys, and it's really fun to, to join in conversation. So uh, email us, and we will That's reply. right. Uh, this episode, we do have a sponsor. However, we're Yay. mostly listener-supported. Your donations mean a lot to us. Both fiscally and emotionally. So if you'd like to donate, there's a donate button on our website, popmyculturepodcast.com. Buy me a Coke. Uh, you can go there and buy a Vanessa <laughs> Coke. It's her Coke fund. Um, that sounds weird. Yeah, not Anyways, that fun. Uh, if you do donate, we'll give you a shout-out on the air. And uh, actually, to help us today, uh, oh, I just got this. Oh, we have something special. Yeah, I got this at a weird shop downtown. It's a... Instant, it's weird looking. Instant Ray Winston. I guess you just drop it know. in some water. I have a cup of water here. All right. Well, let me just. Hello. It's me, Ray Winston. Wow, it works. Where, where, where did I come from? You're in a little. It's not the ocean. It's a glass of water. You came from Chinatown. I'm often in the ocean. I'm Beowulf. Whoa! You know, not that many people are familiar with your work, but I'm a big fan. You didn't see 44 inch chest. I, I sexy well, beast. You see that? I did see that. Yep. I know everybody talks about Ben Kingsley, but I thought I was pretty badass in that. Yeah, you were. But you were the beast, buddy. Oh, thanks for summoning me. What well, am anyway, I here to we some. Okay, thanks. We. I do want to get to the point here. We summoned you because you're on a podcast right now. Surprise. What's that? It's. It's like a air radio show for the internet and we get some special people that help us out and we'd like for you to thank them all right and if you don't i will empty that water in the dish disposal oh, don't do that okay don't okay throw it away, okay well here's the list all right first up cashmere mm, really that's the name cashmere 
It's a beautiful name. You made Ray Winston say cashmere. <laughs> Keep saying it, Ray. Cashmere. Oh. Right, cashmere, thank you for donating to whatever this is. Oh, that wasn't as enthusiastic as I'd hoped. Okay, try again. Try again, little guy. All right, next up is... Little big guy. Romtin. R-O-M-T-I-N. You don't have to spell it. Romtin. Oh, it's like Tintin, but with rom. So it's like a romantic comedy for Tintin. No, I don't... Look, I'm doing the best I can here. I was just summoned from a cup of water. <sighs> That's the best you can do. Okay. Well, thank you, Romton. Um, we really appreciate it. All right, last one is uh, Jackson. That's an easy one. I like that name. Yeah. Jackson. Hey, Jackson. <laughs> Good job. Here's a, here's a thing of scotch. Oh. Why don't you drink this with me, Jackson? You seem like a stand-up guy. Is that an improvised scene with... Uh, it was me. I took classes at the Growlings. Wow. Well, actually, the Growlings. That explains a lot. So, you know. Wolf joke. Well, you know what? Um, I actually just need to... <laughs> oh, man. That was oh, crazy riding. I just I would have said something during all that, but I was just so was too, in I know. awe of seeing... Cole's jaw was Ray a Winston. dropped. I mean, he's a, he's a big, intimidating dude, and to see him come out of water like the abyss monster... Even though he stood a staggering six inches, it was his chest was five of that. Yeah, at least. Yeah, at least. Wow. Uh, so thank you guys for donating to yeah. the show. Uh, also, a little update on Vanessa's LLS. Thing. Yes, and this one is the least annoying one you're going to hear because it's over. That's right, the Leukemia Lymphoma Society Woman of the Year thing is over. There was a huge gala on Saturday, and it was really beautiful. And we did not win the top prize, but I, the singer songwriter Kina Granis did, um, who is awesome, and I'm a huge fan of her. But but we won the Community Involvement Award, which is one of only three things given out. And it's my favorite one because it's because of the podcast and the shows we did. And just um, we had, I think, the most people involved. And it's really awesome. And in 10 weeks, we raised over $40,000. Nice. Yeah. And the well campaign done. as a whole set a huge record in California and raised $700,000 just in the greater, greater L.A. area. That's fantastic. Yes. So thank you all for your support. And I am never going to ask for any charitable thing anymore. <laughs> now all I want is a no hard do. Boom, boom. Boom. Uh, all right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Let's get to the show. Our guest is fantastic. I think you're really going to have a lot of fun. The fantastic Mr. Fox is our guest. Today. That's right. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Oh, boy. Here we go. Our guest today, uh, you know him as an MTV VJ and a longtime host of TRL, Total Request Ayo. Live. Uh, you can catch him tearing it up on Twitter at Damien Fahey. Ladies and gentlemen, Damien Fahey is hey. Bras, bras, panties, panties. You are so high on Dayquil right now. <laughs> I'm so high on Dayquil. <laughs> or is that just your. <laughs> it's mostly me, it I is. think, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, no, there were a lot of bras and panties, I yeah. guess. Uh, there was a tattoo once. <gasps> of you? I, was, uh, I went into work one day. And, you know, you see crazy stuff. People have signs and, oh, and, and you know, shirts that they've sloppily drawn your face on. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, one day I go into the studio and I think I'm interviewing someone like Chingy or something. And there's, a, you know, oh, here's Chingy's <laughs> latest video. And you have this awkward time where you're just standing with a super famous person. Oh, my And so gosh. you don't know whether to talk or not. And sometimes they're not talkative and sometimes right. they are. And this he particularly wasn't that day. Chingy was or not ever. in I don't know if he's just not a talkative guy. <laughs> and what would we have talked about, really? You know? uh, but anyway, I look down and there's a girl with a, uh, a Damien tattoo <gasps> on, her, on her shoulder. And I said, 
what is that? I was like, are, are you kidding me? And she goes, yeah, um, that's not for, and she's like, yeah, it's for me, but it's also, I'm going to name my, my first child Damien. And I'm like, number one, you shouldn't have done that. Number two, you could have a girl and that's a terrible name for a girl. <laughs> and this whole situation is very surreal. Number three, it's very witchy to like name your firstborn and tattoo it right? on yourself. It my firstborn will be named Shall after be. thee. Yeah, right. Damien. Right. Wow. You shall yes. be a masculine child. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. Shall name him Damien. That's impressive. It was very strange. I yeah. think you should always be proud of that. I am. I, I yeah. It, it's one of those stories that's like, you know, I'm wearing it with a, a little a bit of a badge of honor. Day, and, you're like, yeah. Speaking mm. of things to be proud of. Oh, no. Uh-oh. The Octomom is bankrupt. Yes. Uh, yes and, uh, she she seems to be so wise with things, too. I know, I tell you. Yeah, she troubling. seems like she'd be good with her finances. Right, yeah. She is uh, previously reported considering porn and mm-hmm. now evidently agreed to do previous, masturbation pl- videos. Previously, previously reported oh, to re- never do porn. Yes. She said she'd never do porn. <laughs> and then she said, well, maybe I'd do porn. And then she says, no, nah, I'm going to do a solo porn. Right. Oh. So the three stages of octo grief. <laughs> there oh. is a show called Celebrity Celebridate. That, oh yeah. That uh, a friend of mine lives in Santa Monica, and the guy who lived in his he lived in an apartment, and, and the guy who lived there before him, I guess, was a television producer or something. Mm-hmm. So he'd get these weird DVDs of like shows that weren't out yet, or or like these these sort of tester shows. So he got this DVD of this show, Celebrity, and she was it was the idea is is that a celebrity quote unquote celebrity, and the, and the celebrities for this episode was Octomom and Dean Kane would. Uh, sort of go through the process of, of, of vetting four women or four men uh, as people they would date. And Octomom was one of them and she was so out of her eloquent? mind. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> she was so, incredibly eloquent. She was so fucking out of her mind. It was it was so weird. And she was very weird with like sex and every guy was a misogynist and, and, and she mm. wouldn't one guy was drinking like had a glass of wine and she's like, Oh you're drunk, so what are you running from? What are you hiding from in your life? Oh my like, that gosh. kind of stuff. And so it surprises me that she's doing porn, but at the same time, it doesn't because she's yeah. totally insane. Yeah, no, it just seems I'm like not the kind of thing that, like, Of course, no one wants to see that. No. Like, it's like a really awful auto wreck that you, like, just kind of. Or like, like a big flip see. book, right. maybe. What it's, like. it's like two girls, one cup sort <laughs> yeah, of thing. Exactly. It's like, I kind of have to. It's also like being part of, like, the. You have to sort of even watch things that you don't necessarily you're not interested in, but if a lot of people are talking about yeah. them and they're popular, then you right. sort of have to like buy into in order to become a, a, a part of the big and larger to even discussion. Just, yeah, just to have something to say. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. Who wants to pay to watch her play with her cavernous vagina? I know, right? Her vagina. <laughs> um, giant. So like, many it people. Be in good now, shape. If, you know, if no. I would watch a video where like several clowns come out of it, right? Or you that know, could happen it's, it's like, during well, the probably circus. Like, like someone like pulling taffy at like a Aww. carnival. Or something, oh, no. you know? Like someone getting out of a smart car oh, or something. No. Yeah, in the background, you're like, hey, stop right off. So, uh, yeah, stop our, right latest, in. our latest album we recorded inside of the Octomouth Vagina. <laughs> the acoustics are amazing, man. Amazing. We don't want that reverb, you know, <gasps> 70s reverb oh, wall of sound. Goodness. You know, someone said, go record at Big Pink. I got it screwed up. Oh, no. I went there. <laughs> right. Sorry. <laughs> As a spokesperson for vaginas across the universe, I 
I can't join this discussion. Do you have any kids or no? No, zero. So, zero children. So you have a nice, it's great. good vagina. It's beautiful. Yeah. But I think Taught. that you're never supposed to have eight people come out at I once. I agree with that. I think it's that's like, just like First of all, it's not, like, it's not like the 1700s <laughs> or the 1800s where it's like, I need to have 12 kids because only two of them will live. Yeah. You know, it's Your odds like, are pretty good, honey. Yeah, I think you know, you're fine. You know, people are like, I want to have two kids. And then they have twins. They're like, oh, cool. One-stop shop. We're done with it. Yeah. Exactly. Right? I have my two kids. But eight is like, come it's on. Especially given your financial situation. Like, you have to take into account that maybe you can't support these kids. And- well, you can if you decide to do a solo masturbation or solo <laughs> porn video. Right. And well, solo I guess she was offered like a million dollars before to do like a And she said, no. She said, no That's way. Insane. I've got a really great public image that I would not solely. But do you remember? Solo, That's her last name. Dayquil. <laughs> it is nice. Um, do you remember when she did the weird video with the midget man in the baby costume? No. What? No. I think that was just a dream of yours. <laughs> no, that was, was she, real. Was she paid for that or no? It was paid, but it was like there were clips from it all over the internet, and then she claims that it was just um, it was a joke on what she would never do. But it was like her paddling a midget oh, or a God. little person wearing a like a little Mexican man. I'm in this mood where I feel like everything I say is like the the slur version, but I'm not. Mexican isn't a bad Vanessa, thing. Think this might seem no, he's a Mexican that's if from, from Mexico. The Mexico man. The Mexico man. A Mexico, small Mexico man. Vanessa, I can assure you that nothing is weird. No. Oh, no. I've got dragon wings. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> Oh boy! The, no, the top on. is um, not toppling over. That was an inception. <laughs> I feel like we're, this is going to end with me cradling her, and oh. she's going to be in the fetal position. And I don't think it'll be at the I end. I feel like I'm going to be about two minutes from now, right? Exactly. I want to have eight babies at once. Oh, oh boy! Oh. Yeah, no, she's sad, and and, yeah. and she's a spectacle. And on some level, I think she enjoys it, though. Oh, she must. She enjoys the yeah. attention, you know? Because she wouldn't. What was her deal? Was she? She had a reality show. How did she get started? She just had all those babies. I think she had been an extra or something like that. Like she had uh, some skirting history with um, the industry, but she's from around here. I think right. Northern California. By the way, there's tons of those crazy people out here who like oh, haven't man. like got a little old yeah. and like haven't yeah. really made it yeah. and like have gone fucking crazy. Well, the only reason that she <sighs> should do that porno is it already has a built-in title. Oh no! Don't Octopussy. say. Of course. Oh yeah. Yes, Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think we need a little bit of a palate cleanser from Octomom here. So uh, why don't we just take a minute here and talk a little bit more about our sponsor, Vanessa? So again, this podcast, this special episode, is brought to you by ShoeDazzle.com. This is a great site that gives you exclusive, gorgeous shoes and accessories personalized to fit your unique style. And it's true. It's really fun. You can go on their website and you fill out a little questionnaire. I did it about myself, and I was a little skeptical, but the shoes that it came back with, I really want really badly and i have a credit card so everyone is in trouble um every item is just 39.95 so even if i bought a lot of shoes it wouldn't be the end of the world um there's free shipping and really great customer service included in that price so go online today and if you do and you put in pop when you click the little microphone you'll get a 20 percent bonus savings on your first purchase for our audience i love it when they make special deals for us they feel really special (laughs) so remember just go onto the website and click the microphone in the top right corner and enter pop um that's shoedazzle.com and it's as simple as that i'm really excited and i really want this pair of fuchsia wedges i think it's a necessary thing right I think you've earned them thank you uh-huh. i've earned some fuchsia wedges that's right white people problems <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about something sort of positive shall we uh patrick dempsey 
Like dreaming. Have you heard? No. I just saw the video. It's he uplifting. He saved a teen from a car wreck. What? Yes, he That's really Ryan did. That's Ryan Gosling's thing. Exactly. I know. He's trying and to one up Ryan. So these 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 Never finely manicured men with beards yeah. like are now <laughs> these like faux is it like the Avengers? Li- like they all get together and like you got the subway on Tuesday at seven. <laughs> I'll be Gosling downtown. Uptown with your iron and wine CDs and <laughs> three boats of bicycle. Three boats assemble. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess this kid flipped his car. Okay. And it just happened to be in front of Dempsey's house. He ran out with a crowbar and removed him from the car. And the second the kid saw him, he went, are you a celebrity? Oh, my God. And the, Patrick the Dempsey said, is the best ever. Yes, I'm, I am good. He man. said, I'm a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and pulled him out of the car and his friend, I guess. And the kid's fine. He had like a, an injury to his eye. And he had an eye patch. That is awesome. Just say I imagine it, there's tons of women who would, who would, who would come close to the brink, brink of well, death. Well, his mom was in the video. She was like, and um, he's just the nicest man. <laughs> he is really nice. I met him once. He's so nice. He was eaten by, by TRL. He was, he's so fucking dreamy, you guys, oh. honestly. And I'm a... 100% heterosexual male. Well, maybe 98%, but you know, there's, there's the Dempsey factor. But uh, but no, he's he's super nice and very, very attractive. I think this is an alarming trend now. I think you're going to have like some actors who need a career boost. Like yes. maybe like going outside of their house and they just putting oh. on little road spikes right. and just waiting for cars to flip. Like, like who were we just talking about? Who was in the Naughty Suleiman episode? Um, wh- Superman. Dean Cain. Dean Cain. Oh, Dean Cain. Yeah, Dean yes. out there. Prove yeah. yourself, Soupy. I'm right. Superman. <laughs> I'm Superman. Guys, Somebody please I'm fall. Superman. <laughs> I'll pick you up. And unfortunately, it flips like two more doors down, which is Henry Cavill, who's now playing Superman. <laughs> he comes out and saves him. He's right. like, oh, Cavill. Yeah. Now, okay. What, I just saw an, a trailer for a Henry Cavill movie. What yeah, was the, it? Yeah, the cold light of day or whatever. The oh, one yes. with Bruce Willis and... Um, I, okay, so I just saw Super Cabin in the Woods. There were four trailers. All Three of them Bruce were Bruce Willis movies. Really? He's having like he's a big... In, it's a Bruce Willis summer. He's in G.I. <laughs> G. Joe 2. Summer of Willis. Yeah. <laughs> He's in G.I. Joe 2. He's in that Cold Light of Day, whatever yeah. that thing is called. He Expendables. He's in Expendables 2, which and I another one. for. Um, yeah. And, oh, uh, Looper. Looper. Looper with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Who I couldn't uh, even tell was Joseph Gordon-Levitt. A lot of these makeup. movies are and Bruce Willis, which probably means that he worked for like a week or two on them. And, right. and made $4 million. Dollars. Right. And featuring Bruce Willis. Yeah. 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 Come in and out. Where's my paycheck, eh? Feet you know. chingy. <laughs> Feet chingy. <laughs> What's up with chingy these days? You guys keep oh, he's chinging. Yeah. You know, just chinging around chingin town. Still chinging. Yeah. That's his jump back rhymes. to chingy. Yeah. Bruce what Willis is, is nice. I like Bruce Willis. He's cool. Is he a nice he's, person? Yeah. You know, actually, it was one of um, I, one of the when I first started MTV, one of the first days I met uh, Carson Daly, mm-hmm. and and um, he uh, for some reason I was like, this is when I first started, but I ended up at a. A club with because uh, when you get on MTV, by the way, like the whole New York City like nightlife scene, like they give you like a golden key. And they're like, come drink all you want, do whatever you want, <laughs> oh you know. And uh, and thank God Dangerous. there were no cell phones with like video cameras <laughs> back then, um, because I'd be unemployable at this point. But um, but anyway, so Bruce Willis was at this nightclub and. And he was clearly at like uh, across – like I was sitting in one corner of the room and he was sitting at far other corner of the room. Mm-hmm. But I woke up the next day and in the New York Post, it said uh, – There's Fahey, a big blank spot here, by the way. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, we made love. <laughs> and I woke up and, and uh, there was a note on my pillow. And, and it was like the New York Post, like page six, and it said Damien Fahey hanging out, partying with <gasps> Bruce Willis at like, you know, That's whatever the fancy nightclub was at the time. Um, and – so I go into MTV and, and, and this is the transition phase when like Carson was sort of transitioning out of TRL yeah. and I was, I was sort of 
you know, going in and, right. like, and, and beginning to take over his deal. And so I went to the makeup room and Carson was there and he had it cut out of the New York Post. <gasps> and he's like, yeah, <laughs> you have it's, arrived. Yeah. And it was like, a, it was like one of those weird moments, but that had not happened. Like I was not partying with Bruce Willis. I was just in the same room right. as him. Yeah. So that was like, but he seemed really nice. He was, he had women just flanking him on each side. He's got an undeniable charisma. He really does. Yeah. Ooh. That's very true. Yeah. For a little bald man. For a bald man. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Usually no hair, no thanks. He's funny but- too. You ever see him on Letterman? He's really funny. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He seems really clever. Yeah. Oh. Bruce Willis. No, oh, Bruce Willis. Patrick Dempsey. <laughs> this one goes out to you. All these men. Manly men. Mm-hmm. Manly, manly. I bet Bruce Willis would save someone. <laughs> I bet he he's has. just saying. Probably. Yeah. Like to he just me. doesn't report it. He saved Demi. Yeah, he wouldn't usually. report it. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. It would just happen. Yeah. But Demi would tweet it <laughs> with a picture of herself in a bra. Like, <laughs> did she do that? I don't know. I just made that up. Um, she did. She does do sad Twitter pictures of herself. Like, oh. like um, well, those are real. Probably. Contemplative. Yeah, I think yeah. they are. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like nouveau hipster pictures. Like, I don't know, an older woman's like version with, of like, a hipster. Fixed gear bicycle or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mustache. almost called a mustache an umbilical cord. Right. She's oiling wow. her bicycle with the wax from her mustache. <laughs> you say, I almost called a mustache an umbilical cord. I was going to say, are you oh my sure God. it's yeah. Dayquil? She did say that. Are you sure it's just Dayquil? <laughs> Jesus Christ. A well groomed umbilical cord. Or <laughs> oh boy wow i like your headspace right Thanks. now it's cool. i want to go away from it <laughs> what <laughs> oh dear lord oh, transition boy. time yeah um okay so this oh what are you, you gonna dr. go with thing? yeah all right i'll talk about that uh so i just read this thing that dr seuss's book yertle the turtle it's a great book. Been banned from a Canadian elementary school curriculum due to one political quote in it that they deem to be too political, which is, "I know up on top you are seeing great sights, but down here on the bottom we too should have rights." Which the book itself is about a stack of turtles. <laughs> <laughs> really, when you boil it down. When, but when you down. when you assign the meaning that you choose to it to one yeah. line, right? That if, yeah, it's kind of the danger of thoughts in too, general. They're, they're well, they're very polite in Canada. You know, they just want to be you know middle of the road sort of i guess and not offend anybody right and like if you're on the bottom well you're on the bottom right let's right. not push it right <laughs> well just you know I, I have a hard time accepting that that yertle the turtle is dr seuss's charged man manifest right his well, political I remember manifesto people were very up in arms about the lorax i mean everything he wrote was political but it was all with like I feel like cute, adorable things. yeah i feel like it mean, wasn't with um there was something with um uh teletubbies wasn't one of them a gay? A gay. Yeah. And Barney was Tinky some winky. sort of tinky winky. Yeah. And Barney was like, you know, and maybe they're just like stupid children's things that, I mean, I don't want to call Dr. Are- Seuss stupid because that's pretty, is some pretty brilliant stuff. But yeah, I think it's just that um, adults are so afraid. It's so oh. telling of people what they yeah. censor of like, you are so terrified. Yeah. Especially this. The, the, and by the way, like, it's, it, what, what is the quote again? The threatening um, idea. I know you on top are seeing great sights, but down here on the bottom, we too should have rights. Well, oh, well it's also like, if that does have to treatment. do with gay rights, it's a valid point. Like, it, yes, like, we all should have equal yeah. rights, and everyone should be able to marry whoever the fuck they want right. to marry. And what is the big deal here? Is this like an <laughs> indoctrination of children sort of a thing? And it's a like, stack plus, of turtles. <laughs> I thought Hop on Pop was far more to do with gay rights. Oh, yeah. 
When you or think one fish, two fish. Oh. We all know what those fish were. Three fish, blowfish. <laughs> yep. Oh boy. Yeah, I, just, I thought that was really funny. Like, just it's take sad. Yeah. Children's books like censoring literature is so sad, and then censoring Dr. Seuss. Whoa. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna censor liter- literature, I just found out that uh, one of the guys from the Jersey Shore is a self-help book. <laughs> no. That he's, yeah. that he's. Which one? I, um, not, I, I don't know. I think maybe it maybe be. Vinny. I'm not. Okay. I'm not positive though. Well, I wouldn't think it would be the situation because he's been in rehab. He's got mm-hmm. something. But I maybe that gives him the reason. Out. He's got what? He's got he, some book coming out. It's on. They all oh, maybe do. Maybe it is something. Well, way to go for that cast of. Or just like misfits. you know, let's let's ban Twilight. From, <laughs> 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 just to save those kids some time. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Please, please do it. Yeah. They could have a career. That's true. That's true. They could read anything else. Uh, anywho, let's talk a little bit about uh, your roots at MTV. Um, oh, and you're from Longmeadow. Yes. John's from Longmeadow. Oh, you are? Yeah. My mom well, yeah, and we go there every summer. Um, it's it's really nice. It's it's a wealthier sort yeah. of a, a town. Yeah. Um, I, I, I moved there when I was, uh, oh, geez, like maybe... 13 mm-hmm. and so for me it was a big adjustment because i came from a, like a not so like sort of a, a middle class sort of uh, yeah. town and then i moved to this wealthy town and everyone was super into sports and i've never really been into sports and everyone played lacrosse and oh it man was like it was wow New like, England. i <laughs> had like two friends yeah and that was about it um but it's it's fine, and that's know? where you began getting into radio. Well, well right? yeah, I mean, I sort of, you know, I, I when I moved there, I in in, in lieu of like getting like befriending everyone because I really feel like I got a lot in common with people. Yeah. I retreated to my bedroom and I built a radio station. Who would in my bedroom? Who would record things in their house? That's <laughs> insane. If you had just waited like twenty years and your name was Kane and you made a cardboard arcade, you'd have two hundred thousand dollars to go oh, to college. Right? That kid. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so I just did shows up in my room, and um, I, I emptied my radio, my savings account to go to Radio Shack, and my mom uh, drove me there, and I bought $300 worth of equipment, you know, like a yeah. board and a microphone, yeah. and I'd, I'd bring my friends over, and we'd do shows, and um, I remember, like, sending friends home because I'd print up weather reports, and they wouldn't read them seriously. <laughs> They'd, like, fuck around and n- not take it seriously. Oh, even. My yeah, gosh. so uh, I was pretty heavy into radio, and so I did radio all throughout high school, and then... Uh, went to Boston for uh, got accepted to Northeastern in Boston and uh, got on a radio station there and then shortly after that like a two and a half years I auditioned for MTV in the basement of the radio station oh my gosh yeah and then a month later got a so call so did back. your school hold those auditions or was no it no like it, it was it was completely it? out of the blue it was, it was I was at the radio station one day and they the promotions director came up to me and said MTV is coming for to cast for some sort of a, like a rock VJ yeah and they're like you have a cool look i think you'd be perfect for it now my cool look was not cool at the time it was <laughs> fucking embarrassing and, the, and I, the pictures are terrible i still have a few left but what was um, the hairdo like really tall like oh! a lot of gel and really tall and wearing like tons of like it was boston uh-huh. so like my dressy outfit would be like a north face like oh yeah puffy? Know, yeah puffy or yeah. something like that <laughs> so, nice. so i had like that I call it the Matthew Sweet floppy hair, where it's like the part in the middle, oh, and then it's kind oh, of man. Sort of like Edward Furlong and Terminator Two. Right. But yeah, I had that all through high school. So embarrassing. <laughs> yep. So uh, so anyway, what was I? So anyway, the pro- the pro- promotions director is like, hey, just give it a shot. So I they convinced me into into trying out for MTV, and I did mm-hmm. with a couple of the other DJs. 
and I went down to the basement of the station and I wrote up um, two video intros. They wanted me to write up like a rock video intro and a pop video intro. Mm-hmm. And uh, I skipped, I, it was like the audition was about like, I think two, two thirty in the afternoon. So I skipped one of my classes. I spent the beginning my, of the end. Yes. The beginning of the end. <laughs> and so I skipped my class and I auditioned and it went really, I just felt like it went extremely well. Yeah. And, who the hell knows how well right. it really went, but I felt like I had... Well, I think history knows it went Yeah, right, well. right. I guess so. <laughs> I think it went all right. It didn't bomb. So I did that, and then I got a call back like a month later oh, wow. from MTV, and they flew me out to New York, and then they got another call back, and they flew me out to New York again, and then finally one more call back, and that, my audition was on the set of, of TRL. And I said, okay, wait, now... And they no, they had, had not told me anything about what this was for. Oh, really? Or the intent behind... Yeah, what they were looking for. Oh, I just thought gosh. it was for some... Rock VJ like right. on MTV two or I don't know what yeah. it was, and so uh, I found out it was it was you know they walked me on the, onto the TRL set they said we're looking for the for VJ to take over for Carson Daly <gasps> and uh, and I'm like yeah I can do that <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh uh, you know you just kind of fake it and yeah. um, and I went up there just had it, had fun played around and then I got a call and, and oh, it was sort goodness. of we'd like you to come to New York to uh, to one more time and so I went and I met with. Um, uh, this this guy who was running the whole sort of like production department mm-hmm. and it was it was so I, I had no idea like how, I've never negotiated a contract up to right. that point I didn't know what an agent did or what a manager did so I sat down at a table and this guy sort of just like slid this contract across the table and is like does this look good to you and uh, oh. I looked at it you know and I'm just like there's all these words and I'm like <laughs> take me to the numbers what am I going to be making. And, uh, and the fact that you signed your life away for Spin signed- Doctor's vinyl. <laughs> it's yeah. just, I mean, it's sort of valuable, I guess. No, for the grind DVDs, <laughs> instructional DVDs. Um, I, I actually am, yeah. am thinking about writing a spec script for the grind is kind of a joke. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. And putting it out there to see what happens. <laughs> How does it even write a script? <laughs> it's, yeah, Keisha's doing a thing up on the pillow. <laughs> that, and then it'll just be describing all of the grinding going on on the, on the floor. It would all be right. exposition. But trying to give it sort of a story at the I same time. I remember masturbating ferociously. <laughs> did you remember that? No, no one else did that? Oh, my God. And then, like, like you'd hope that, like, like there'd be, like, a, there'd be like three that shots too? of, like, like three shots of, like, a girl. An and then, like, a guy would come on, like, oh, no, go back to the girl. And it was always shot. that, like, low-angle booty shot half yeah. the time where they're kind of, like, bo- like yes. pushing their butt into the lens. And then I actually met, like, one of the guys, like, one of the guys, the camera guys on TRL, this guy, Rob. I was talking about the grind one day. And uh, he, I was talking Showing about him angle. blisters. And he's like, I created that angle. That's my angle. <laughs> the butt clap. And I'm like, so you're a pervert. Like, you're like, that was your, your angle was to, your big claim to fame was like lowering the camera so you could see a, a woman's skirt. Up a young woman's skirt. A young woman's skirt. <laughs> it's just hilarious to me that one, that shows like 30 minutes or an hour or whatever the hell it was. Right. And that like people would like watch it. It's yeah. It's entirety. You sit down and be like, I'm just going to watch well, people grind at each other Well, I think we just discovered what it is. It's free porn yeah. for young boys. It probably like, yeah, that was probably the it's majority. Like majority of the audience porn. was just people yeah. masturbating. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, I'll be right there. Right. <laughs> What's up? We know you're cranking it at home. Here's some Technotronic. Keisha, back on that pillow. Now get that angle. It does make a young girl oh, want to pump. It does. Your cock. Pump it. No, sorry. Paul is a dirty guy know. today. <laughs> no, that's, I didn't actually say that. That's just your night call. Oh no! We haven't even started the show. Purple monkeys on the table doing tricks. (laughs) Wow! 
So, all right. So you did you hosted TRL for seven years? Seven years. That's, That's so many so musicians and so many days. musicians. And and people ask me, uh, uh, oh my, uh, what was it the other day? Someone was like, um, I love Blake Lively. They were like, yeah, she's so hot. And I'm like, yeah, I think I might have interviewed her. And he's like, dude, how do you not know that you you would have know if you interviewed Blake Lively? And I'm like, I've interviewed like yeah. Uh, 500 people maybe more easily, easily right? i yeah. guess yeah. yeah and uh yeah it also you have your your sort of moments i guess that you remember but for the most part it's it's a little weird how right like people will tell me things that happen and i'm like oh right yes i forgot about that and they're yeah. sort of like they're like oh yeah remember that time you and will ferrell got like in a, a children's pool filled with chocolate pudding and i'm like oh right yeah my memory forgot that like that's oh, those kind of moments yeah that is so bizarre. Weird. Did you have a lot of prep time for the episodes, or was it often like meeting the person basically on air? Yeah, I mean, for, well, for the interviews, the process when I first started, it was uh, the show was sort of really big. Yeah. I mean, it was still pretty big, and yeah. then sort of it, it gradually declined. Right. You know, about like three or four years after. But um, yeah, when I first started, it was come in at nine a.m. for the morning meeting mm-hmm. and stay until. Five o'clock when the show is over, and so we go in for the morning meeting and we pitch in ideas. I mean, it's weird because you think TRL and you think, and then I describe like the process of the show, like yeah. it's a real television show. Right. It actually, like, it actually was a real television show. Like there was yeah. like a format, and like this is where we, you know, Chingy gets on a megaphone and like yells at his fans outside in Times Square, and like, right. um, and so it was, yeah, you go in in the morning, and then I, I sort of befriended the writers. You know, I was just became friends with them on the show, and. Um, and then became a writer and we just sort of pitch ideas around for like fun ideas for, you know, Ludacris is coming on and, mm-hmm. and what are we gonna do with him? And so we come up with something for Ludacris and he's promoting, you know, Fast and the Furious. So let's tie it in the movie somehow. Yeah. And so you do that all day and then you rehearse and then you, you rehearse the show a little bit and then they make tweaks and then, uh, you get your wardrobe and your makeup and then you go out and you, you go on set and typically, yeah, typically you wouldn't meet the guest beforehand. Typically oh, wow. you, they would just sort of come backstage and you'd say hi and that was it. So and you then didn't you just really know there. what you were going to get. Yeah, you never knew. You never yeah. knew what you were going to get. And some guests requested that you know they they meet you beforehand and, mm-hmm. and things like that. And was this stuff like did was stuff up on prompter so you had everything ready? It was there. cue cards because um, uh, everything changed. It was a live show, so everything changed so quickly. So there oh, were times yeah. when like we were supposed to have Jennifer Lopez on, but she was flying in from Miami and 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 she, her plane. You know, the show started at four, and her plane lands at four because it was delayed and so we had to instead of having jennifer in the first segment we'd have to tear up a cue card rewrite the cue card and then then staple the the thing that we tore off onto the segment four cue cards oh wow and so it it was crazy being a cue card guy was insane i mean people were always like i could do that you know people would we'd have these you know these people like these interns who would sort of sub sometimes and be like this is going to be so easy and it's really you have to be so So on on your on your shit so yeah yeah, it was, it was it was pretty nuts. But then also, I had to stay calm while all of this was going on. And then there's seventy screaming control. children who've tattooed my name on them. I was supposed to be like, "Yes, everything's normal. Everything's <laughs> and fine." And you were so young when you started. Yeah, too. I was 22. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, I was like just this 22 year old idiot who who and you like, had, faked it. Yeah, had you been expecting to have a career in entertainment no, or radio? I just not, wanted to be on the radio. Yeah, and that was it. And the television thing just kind of happened. Yeah, Oof. And, Crazy. and for every like. Chingy that was on the show, like there were people like Madonna, and, yeah, massive and, guests, and, like gigantic like icons yes. of music mm-hmm. that had to be at least a little intimidating. Oh, absolutely, mm-hmm. especially when you hear Madonna doesn't want to be interviewed by you. Oh like, no, yeah, you go to the morning meeting and, and you're like, okay, Damien, you're interviewing Madonna, and then. 
two hours later, uh, I get called into the, the uh, showrunner's office, and he's like, Madonna refuses to be interviewed by you. She wants either Carson or John Norris. <gasps> she wants someone that she knows. She's been interviewed by before. We're going to do our best to like convince her right before the show that she, you're fine and, and whatever. And so – I'm like, you shouldn't be telling me yeah, this, first of all. Like, I don't need that. to know this because I'm already stressed out about right. interviewing Madonna. And um, and I was like 24 at the time, right. too, you know. Um, and so, yeah, so so then she came, she arrived in the building, and um, and I remember, you know, a producer went back to talk to her and, and said, listen, we have this new guy, and, and he wants to, he's going to interview you, and everything's going to be fine. And so she came backstage, and she had like, a NASCAR pit crew of like people surrounding her. Like yeah. one person like is her eyebrow person. The other person is like, yeah, yeah, like left low, but you're low. Like I'm in charge of that. And I, get, I get paid four hundred thousand dollars to do that. And there was literally one person who 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 was in charge of holding a bottle of champagne and a, a, a few like champagne flutes. Oh my gosh! Just followed Madonna around. That's what the cue card jobs. The guy is like jealous of. His, yes, that's exactly. what I thought I was getting into. Yes, no, it was. It, and then yeah, that was like the only really glitz. A glitz and glamour thing I've I've seen uh, backstage. Like clearly, Madonna always lives the highlight like that because she's Madonna. So anyway, so we're backstage and I see this person and and I go up to her and I, and I you know I go up to Madonna and I'm like I have to say something. I have to say that you know I'm just gonna be honest. I'm just yeah. gonna go up to her and talk to her. And uh, I go up to her and I say, "Hey, Madonna. My name is Damien. I'm, I'm the new host of the show, and I just want to let you know, uh, you know, I'm, it's an honor to be talking to you and, on, and honored to interview you. And uh, I want to let you know, I'm very nervous right now about this. So, so you know." And she goes, "Oh my God, I'm really nervous too." And I was like, "Oh, this is. I thought this is great. Bonding. This is perfect. Yeah. This is, we're bonding over common ground." And she goes, uh, "But I've had three glasses of champagne. Uh, that usually kills my nerves. Do you want a glass of champagne?" And so <laughs> Madonna's. Handler, champagne oh handler. Oh my gosh! Poured me a glass of champagne, and I uh, and I had a glass of champagne backstage Whoa. with Madonna, which was pretty cool. And, and then, then I went out on stage and I just Post. pissed my pants. <laughs> like you know, like the video, you can still see. I've you know, because I have a mic in one hand and a in a uh, card in the other with the questions. Yeah. And at one point, my hand was shaking so much I put it underneath my armpit. And my whole body oh began to shake. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I was super scared. Champagne with Madonna. I have nothing like that. I had a Mountain Dew with Frank Stallone. <laughs> right. That's actually pretty fucking cool. No, that would actually be pretty <laughs> crushed in his head. <laughs> oh man! Are there other um, artists that you like have a memory of being really freaked out about, or um, just I guess a lot of like the comedic people I always like yeah. I looked up to, like Will Ferrell, yeah, who was the nicest guy backstage. You would never know that he's. He's he was like the nicest guy backstage, and you're like, oh, that guy's super nice, and you wouldn't even think of describing him as funny. And then you get on camera, and it's like, oh, he's also the funniest fucking guy right. in the world yeah. who can make any decision. Any he you know he just he's so quick and knows where to go. And, yeah, yeah, and so that was great. Um, and then I don't know, there's yeah, there's a lot of people that I was excited. Like Bono was it was cool meeting Bono, oh. and I'm a big U2 fan, so um, so that was great. Yeah, most everybody was was really nice. Yeah, yeah, I would say like. 85% of everyone was cool. Really That's cool. A, it's a big spotlight show, too. I mean, yeah. it yeah. was like the biggest thing at the time. And yeah. I would think that, you know, you're reaching right out to the young demo that wants to come either buy your records or see your movies. So you right. should probably be on your best In a behavior. good mood. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people it's were scared, too. Like Jennifer you. Aniston came and she was really scared about going out there. I don't think they even know who I am. And Are I'm you like, you're me? on the fucking yeah. cover of every magazine. Yeah. <laughs> And they're saying you're sad. Are you okay? Like, because like, you're apparently really sad. Um, but yeah, so it, like people would really freak out about. And how big was that on. studio audience? It was uh, about. I think it, the capacity was about like ninety. So oh, we nice. had about always about eighty. 
people in there. Um, and that's and it was enough very to feel small. like a big crowd too. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, you know, it's not like other other shows. You come on and, and there's a screaming audience and they're cheerful, but then right. they die down and it's eight minutes of an interview. Right. And this was nonstop cheering of like you know screaming and, and oh everything. Oh my gosh! And then you get the people who were like too cool for it and thought they were better than than it. Right. Everything and like the band, like the young bands would always kind of be like, whatever, man. This is so fucking lame. Like I don't need it. <laughs> they you know, don't but get you're it. Here yeah. And yeah. you're also you just said the name of your album. Yeah. And you said go to iTunes You just got to buy the it. best commercial of your life, so yeah. be friendly. Right. So. <laughs> but, I mean, there definitely has been some incidences. I just remember on MTV, like the whole thing where Beck like, threw his shoes against the wall. Or oh, I don't remember that. What happened? Uh, I don't know. It was – for some reason, it was like during Mellow Gold. It was like super early and he was really playing up that like I'm a crazy weirdo thing. Right. And like and he like took his shoes off and hucked them against the wall in the middle of the interview or something <gasps> weird. Oh, my like God. I had, to, I had to revisit it. So yeah. That definitely probably happened, I would imagine. Yeah, I, would, I would not be surprised. I mean, you make an impression, especially yeah. then it was like – early for him you just had loser out and yeah. you know, maybe he's just trying to be like all right i'm gonna play this to the hilt but there was a funny uh, uh story that i heard um you know we, everyone who's ever worked at mtv has crazy fucking stories yeah. Yeah. and um one of the stage managers at the time uh the one like the main stage manager of trl he was he'd also do other shows like he he would work on martha stewart he'd work on down the street at like rachel ray or something uh when trl was like that we'd have dark weeks where we weren't on and so he had this story about i believe it was we did this thing on MTV Two. I believe this was this was the the conceit behind it. it was twenty four hours with Courtney Love on MTV Whoa. on MTV Two. And I'm already nervous. Yeah, <laughs> so it was absolutely crazy what was going on oh on gosh. air. But um, apparently, one commercial break, uh, the stage manager went to go get courtney love uh in one of her dressing rooms and she had like a couple few dressing rooms mm-hmm. and whatever she could go between and so he knocked on the door and she said come in and she was uh she had a dress on but her dress was like a skirt that was super short and she was bent over like oh, no. on a chair like like painting her 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 toenails and he's like a facing the door was like her, her vagina just like oh my right gosh there. bear and he was like uh and he closed the door and she's like how long do i have to you know how long do i have and he's like oh yeah you got two minutes or something but yeah he walked Whoa. opened a door and Brings saw courtney there into the band hole right yeah right uh, you also co-hosted "I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here." Yes, which must have been pure insanity because pure insanity. That cast was well. I mean, ridiculous. It was, well, it was Spencer and, Spencer and Heidi. Yeah, were fucking crazy. That's what I want, really want to ask about. Yes. I mean, that's a show that when um, when you host it, you know exactly what you're in for because Absolutely. the only people they're yes. going for are going to be like. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, you, you are have guaranteed to, to bring something. Yeah. yeah. Well, there was a medic tent and prescription list. Apparently, <laughs> oh was my god, very uncontrolled. <laughs> uh, I won't say for like who was on medication, but you can kind of guess. And yeah. It was very. Yeah. Oh um, my gosh. But uh, yeah, Spencer and Heidi were uh, really difficult to deal with. They well, made. They, they kind made of it disappeared totally. Oh yeah. darn! But I mean, I think that's kind of impressive for people that had kind of clawed their way as much yeah. as them they must have burned every bridge well, you I can imagine they did burn a lot of bridges yeah. and uh yeah like the president of nbc at that time you know he's just like you're never going to be on our network again i oh. guess i guess after that show spencer pitched wanted to pitch a show to nbc and he couldn't even like get 
No one was returning his phone calls just because he he had burned so many bridges. Well, the cast for this thing, in case our listeners don't remember, uh, the eventual winner was Lou Diamond Phillips. Yes, who's great. Lou is a great – I'm actually – like I just went to his 50th birthday party. Oh, my gosh. He invited me and my girlfriend. He seems like he would be amazing. Very nice. Uh, So Lou Diamond Phillips, Tori Wilson, Mm. uh, John Sally, Mm -hmm. uh, Patty Blagojevich. (laughs) Wow. uh, Senjaya. From American oh, yeah. Idol, Jaya <laughs> Malkar, uh, Holly Montag, Stephen Baldwin, Janice Dickinson, Daniel Baldwin, Heidi and Spencer, and Frangela, Angela and Francis. That's right. Such an odd pairing of people. Well, that's and an interesting know, so cocktail party. That if you got invited to that in. cocktail party in the car, you'd be like, "We're staying an hour." You're right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know who did you mention that was the the second one down after Lou? Uh, oh, John Sally. John Sally after Tori Wilson. Yeah, John yeah. Sally was great. John Sally was a vegan, like a strict, and he was like a like he's an evangelical vegan almost. You know what well, I mean? Like yeah. the kind that like preaches about veganism yeah. and how important it is. And yeah. uh, we were at the me and my girlfriend. We went to the uh, Lou. Lou had like an after party of, after he won, and he invited the whole cast mm-hmm. and everything. And John Sally. Um, I, I mentioned something like, oh, I'm so tired, and I yawned, and he's like, let me ask you something. Do you eat meat? And I'm oh, like, no. oh, boy, here we go. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And he's like, that's why you're yawning. And I'm like, what? I'm just kind of tired. <laughs> and he's like, nope. He's like, let me tell you, let me, uh, let me ask you uh, another question. Where do you live? And I go, I live in Hollywood. And he goes, uh, okay, good, good. Uh, which way does your bed face? And I go, oh, no. which way is my bed face? I'm like, I don't know. Let's see. The hills are north, so uh, yeah, I guess I face north. And he's like, nope. That's your problem. Bed needs to face east. He's like, give me your address. I'll email you. Uh, I'll give you my email address. You email me your address. I'm going to come over to your house. I'm going to flip your bed facing east. And then I'm going to go through all your cupboards and clean out all your food. You'll never yawn again, sir. So I'm like, this is, I'm like. That's I, a show. Extreme John Sally's Extreme home cover. I would watch it. He just comes and fucks up all your shit. <laughs> totally. Oh, man. So I emailed him and I was like. My girlfriend, I'm like, Gracie, this is, we have to see this happen. Like, this has to, this has to, ha-. John Sally has to come over single handedly, like, man has to move my bed facing east and then go through my cabinets and wrap the and, uh, and clear out all my shit. And so I emailed him, like, once and I didn't get a response. Oh, no. And then I was like, well, maybe he's busy or something. I emailed him again and no response. Oh. And I'm like, I really want to see John Sally move my bed. And so I'm like, I'm sending a third email. The third one's like, my bed is still facing north. Yeah, I'm like, my bed's north. I'm yawning east. more than ever. I'm covered in brisket. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he just didn't get back to me. Oh. So, But it was fun. After that show, you know, we, uh, we flew back from Costa Rica um, to LAX mm-hmm. and it was the most awesome experience going through an airport with John Sally because he's a former Laker. And so like customs doesn't exist. Oh my God. Yeah. It was amazing. He was like, he was like, uh, I got my passport out and he's like, you're not going to need that. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, just come on. And so he walks up to the customs guy and the customs guy is like, John Sally. Oh my God. And he's like talking about, oh yeah. And these, I remember when you had that game and you know, 16 rebounds and 42 points and this and that. And, uh, John's like, oh yeah, yeah. He's like, Hey, these are my friends by the way. And so, uh, and, and I'm like, hi. And I got like, we've all got bag. bricks of Coke in our bag. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm a drug mule. So, shh. and so he just waves us through and like, he kind of like the agent, like kind of looked at our passports briefly. Oh and, like, my just, gosh. Sort of just took the, stamped it. Yeah. And that was it. And, uh, and then we walked through the airport with John Sally and it was, it was like a Lakers parade. It was really, Oh my god! 
So yeah, if if, if Al Qaeda can can bribe a, <laughs> a former Laker. Laker, yeah, they've got a unless you show up like world. you're a Miami Heat player, then they delay you as long as they right, can. exactly, yeah, <laughs> try to keep you out Make of there. Make your alliances yeah, carefully. <laughs> You've also uh, done a lot of sub hosting on Regis and Kelly. Yes, uh, that must be a trip. That was really fun. I haven't done it in a while, but uh, yeah, when when Regis would take days off, um, I, I filled in. I think the first time was sort of like. We have Jason Alexander filling in for Regis, but he's got sick. And so last minute I got a phone call like the night before um, from their producer and and it was like, do you want to do it? You're in town and and you can do it. And so I did it and it went well and they invited me back a few more times. And then when Regis had his heart surgery uh, a few years back – they had like Anderson Cooper do the first week, and then I did the second week, and then Pat Sajak did it. That and is then, good company. Oh my god! But Ooh. I think I kind of blew. I got so nervous, and I like wasn't eating, so I wasn't really like. Oh no! I didn't have a lot of protein, so I wasn't like in my right John mind. John Sally had just affected <laughs> you, exactly, <Yeah>. right? <laughs> so I was like very nervous, and I just kind of. I think I kind of blew it. Like I don't oh, think I. Yeah, I doubt that very much. Yeah. Unless you you punched Kelly. Yeah. Right, yeah. I did. Right in I the crotch, squarely in her <laughs> vagina. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was really fun. And the cool thing about the, with that was, you know, with TRL, I sort of, you know, talked about how how formatted it was and how scripted. Not, I guess yeah. it was kind of scripted in a way, but it was very much like we need to know what we're doing. But with this live show, it was um, you get a packet the night before with like a bio mm-hmm. of of who the guest is, and then you show up the next morning at eight in the morning. I expect to get there at like five right. and go through rehearsal and hair and makeup and all this stuff. You get there at eight. The show starts at nine, and uh, they have like the New York Post and. New New York Times and the Daily News, and you just sort of Gelman's already uh, highlighted them. highlighted certain stories that might you might be want to talk about, and uh, he'll come in the room very laid back, and he's like, "Yeah, just pick out." I a forget story. that Gelman yeah. is an actual person that does something yes. other than just being Gelman. Just like, something that he just yells, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gelman, yeah, uh, my imaginary friend Gelman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then you just go out and you meet Kelly. You, you know, the first time I obviously I, I met her backstage, but yeah. the, the times after that, it was really important not to talk backstage. They really wanted you to just go out there and find wow. common ground. You know, very much like improv. It was it was That's really awesome fun and, and really I totally cool. Get that we've had some nights where, like, uh, even on our podcast, I guess got here super early and we start just kind of shooting the shit, and then all this stuff comes through. But why you blow your wide, yeah. Right yeah, yeah, totally. It's, it's almost yeah. It's that whole thing of like keep it fresh. And, yeah. Well, that's cool. I'd always assumed um, that. That show was more. I, I guess that most yeah. morning shows were more tightly yeah. held well, together. Well, we made it look so you effortless. Know, oh my yeah. god! Yeah, and and you you know, I mean, I guess they're still having guest hosts, but you can't replace right Regis. Plus, you did you his know. million dollar password show, which right. must have been a super. <gasps> I did. I did the million dollar password. That. The million dollar password was maybe the most like you do it oh i thought you were going to tell us what the password was it was milk was <laughs> the password was ukulele um yeah password was great it was it was sort of another one of those things where someone dropped out and i was in town and uh and i got to do a show you've had enormous luck at enormous being luck available just being there <laughs> yeah that's absolutely it and, and being prepared it, that's that quote prepared. whatever that is you're like the patrick dempsey of guest hosts that's right. I swoop the under. And I, I'm a host. I don't save people's lives. I 
I'll just take a job here. And <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so that was fun. Yeah, that was really cool. I got really super nervous with that too. Yeah. And I, you know, the thing is like you watch these shows and you're like, come on, it's fucking, you know, how, how, how does he not know it's bulldozer? Right. And it's like, you get so nervous <laughs> yeah. in front of those people. I get very, and I have like kind of like social anxiety anyway. Oh, yeah. I and hate so, trivia for that reason. Oh. Like I can, I can know things, but I get very nervous if it's shouting out. Like yes. I just, yeah. I can't. I'm sure I'm going to be wrong. I was a contestant on a game show that didn't air, um, though my wife's episode aired, and that's how we got a cruise. Oh, really? Oh, but, nice. uh, it was a show called On the Cover that was on the PAX network, uh. it, which is basically like trivia, that like, but they would have like, there's a fake cover of Rolling Stone with Michael mm. Caine on it, and there's a question yeah. about Michael Caine or whatever. And like, I totally like killed in the normal rounds, and I went to the bonus yeah. round and just tanked the bonus really? round. Really? Which then they retooled and made it a lot easier, but like you would get these clues, yeah. and the three, like, I had to figure it was like a movie, and I, had, I got three of the possible four cover clues, so... Right. The, the clues I had, and let me see if you guys know what movie this is. Oh, okay. no, I won't. They like, we were just movies. talking about anxiety about this thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they were Jack, Ice, and... Snow Dogs. Oh, I can't remember what the third one was. Jack, Jack Ice, Ice, and Diamonds? I think it was, those were the three. Jack, Ice, and Diamonds? And it was a movie. Parts of the Caribbean. That was my guess. It was not. Oh that. right, that was, that would be a good guess. Uh, it was Jack Titanic. Oh, oh. three D. Makes sense. Yeah. The, 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 now it makes sense. Now I get it. But now, seeing yeah. those three, I was like, what? And the, I guess the fourth clue that I didn't get was Rose. So it'd have been uh, Jack Rose. Oh, that kind of thing. You so, really need that one. Um, yeah, yeah. Rose so I was like, I was just, I was just like whipping through the trivia things of like Eva Marie Saint, but like, like oh, kind yeah. of semi obscure stuff. And then I get there and I'm like, K-Pax. <laughs> and I, after I missed <laughs> it, after yes. I missed it, I was just like, oh, it was just an obscure little indie film. Uh, and that yeah. was hosted by Mark Wahlberg, the game show host, Mark Wahlberg, who does like Wait, every game two show. Mark oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I vaguely know that guy. Yeah, Mark, but- I guess he gets, sometimes he goes by Mark L. Wahlberg or whatever. But he's Mark Wahlberg. Mark he's Wahlberg. hosted like a ton of shows. Huh. You'd recognize him. He's like what, like Roger Lodge? Isn't he do like a bunch of shows too? Like he does. Uh, he did like a boat show. Didn't oh like yeah, a, or that sh- dating show or something. Yeah, where, like um, pop up. The things would pop up and, when they're on right. the little. Yeah, the little. Yeah. Oh man, I used to watch. That was on USA or something. I used to yeah. watch that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's uh, let's do first, shall we? We do this every podcast. It's a different first question, like the first movie you saw in the theater, etc. This is the seventy eighth one of these we've done. <laughs> oh wow! Well, it sort of ties in with uh, your interest and background, so I think this will be good. Excellent. Uh, what was the first song you can remember calling in? and requesting from a radio station there is a wrong answer there is <laughs> i hope it's not next too close no that's right <laughs> okay good hey. do you remember what radio station you called yeah me? i uh it was this station in in connecticut 96.5 mm-hmm. ticfm and i would call and uh and it was it was sort of like i i for some reason i felt a sh- really a lot of shame about listening to like music because like my parents were very like judgmental about like what music I should listen to. Yeah. And so like next was kind of like racy for me, you know, cause it's all about like, I, well, I mean, it is kind of a racy song. Yeah. It's about like dancing on a girl with a boner. And so, uh, about the show grind. and so like I'd listen to it and like, you know, I like, I like I call in and tell the DJ I want to hear it. And then I record it on a, ta- a cassette and then I'd listen to it on my Walkman secretly. Aww. at night. I like that nice. story. 
How about you, Vanessa? What was your? Well, I have a similar. My parents are pretty intellectual, and they didn't like me listening to pop radio very uh-huh. much. But I remember um, after school, but before my sister got home, I would go in her closet and call the radio, and I thought I was like such a bad kid. Um, and I requested TLC's "Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls." Nice. <laughs> Don't nice. Go Chasing is in Prince. That's about the yeah. same time yeah. as uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think my, mine was one of two songs because mm-hmm. uh, I like. I remember calling in for both of them a lot, but yeah. I don't know which one was first chronologically. So it was either because I'm pretty macho, "Eternal Flame" by the Bengals. Great tune. Uh, I love the bangles. Or Bat Dance by Prince. Oh, I don't know that one. It was the theme from Batman. Oh, okay. The original 86, whatever. Keaton. Yeah. And like literally it's just a lot of like like kind of semi-funk guitar and, and Prince going, Batman. And then there's like audio like some things from the- Baby right, Cole's got to Vicky Vale. Vicky Vale. I like him. Batman. Hi. Vicky Vale? Yeah, Vicky Vale is a character. Yeah. Alfred, what are you doing here? <laughs> just like a lot of that. But I thought that was cool. And I think that was- because uh, I was living in Davis, so it wasn't quite 106.5 because that's what I actually listened to in high school. I think it was like 102.5, which was like the jam or like yeah. one of those oh, things yeah. that played like the jam. The <laughs> yeah, so I, teen jams in a row. I was ow, one of those ow, kids ow. like in junior high that listened to either either pop. I mean, like I listened to YouTube and things like that, but yeah. I listened to a lot of like rap and R and B because that's what everybody did. And then yeah. Smells Like Teen Spirit came out oh, and changed yes, the game. Absolutely, but not your haircut. But not you my kept haircut. That part down the middle. Uh, but no, that for me, like even though I don't listen to that album that much anymore, at the time it was so like mind blowing yeah. to me. And mm-hmm. so many people I knew that, like, just because they played it on every station, yeah. it, cro- it crossed over. And yeah. that kind of took me into, like, oh, rock and roll. And, yeah. you know. For me, that was, like, Seals, Kiss from a Rose. Oh, Remember man. Remember that from the Batman movie? I get shivers every lonely middle school dance. Maybe freshman time. Just standing there, like, no, I'm just going to be funny. I don't need to dance with that boy. I right. was going to ne- drop his name, but he probably I actually loved the song Crazy from his first album. I used to <laughs> yes, that that's a great tune. We're never going to survive oh. unless we, we get, get a little crazy, crazy. little day quail. Got a lot of day quail. Yeah, but never going to make boot. So uh, Damien was nice enough to sign my uh, MTV uh, Party to Go Volume 2. Can yeah. I get that? I want to see that. Oh, it's pretty great. Uh, if you like, uh, I think OPP's on there. Yeah, you know you me. Know me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the party to go. These are great because it's like a there's like a girl on the front. And like, yeah. She's wearing it's volume a cool two, which uh, if you flip it over to the back, it should have the full listing in the back of the uh, yeah, let's jewel case. Uh, you got uh, OPP, Naughty by Nature. Yep. Great. Woo. Oh, my God. Set adrift on memory bliss. PM Dawn. Baby, you Extended mix. Da, 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 Thank God da, da, it's not the shortened one. This person who gets this is a fucking lucky person. But I had to send a rap back for the rest. That's the way it goes. Oh, no. I, I guess. guess. <laughs> yep. Um, panties, all panties. for love, color me bad. Oh yeah, Remember the weird guy who like looked like Snow but wasn't in that group. <laughs> I thought he was Snow, but and then he went solo. But love that CMB record, by the way, at the time. Yeah, roll the dice. Yeah, good stuff. Yep, I love the um, CMB. And who else do we have? Enough <laughs> time for color me bad. Yeah. Oh, Heavy D and the Boys. We now that we found love. What are we right. gonna do on Tommy Boy Records? By That's the right. way, it's pretty good. So Damien signed it. If you want a chance to win this guy, go to our website popmyculturepodcast.com Leave your answer to the first question, the first song you called in for on the radio for chance to win this bad boy mm-hmm. and we choose by who makes us smile yep so oh, that's nice include there you go. an anecdote if possible yeah we always love that <laughs> uh, all right so let's get to my questions uh, this we're is, burning for them it's gonna be fun simply burning. uh since uh you uh hosted trl in the 2000s yes uh i'm gonna give you a list of 10 one hit wonder songs during the decade that you hosted trl oh boy and okay. you need to tell me the name They're of the really band good. okay name of the band <laughs> yeah some of gotcha. these will be pretty simple some of them might be a little harder we'll i'll okay. try to give you clues uh first up crazy for this girl oh uh bb mac nope oh wait 
two names. Evan and Jaren. Yeah, yep, there you go. good yes. job. Yes. 2001 hit. Uh, I don't know why the name like Evan and Jaren, why they didn't take I know, off. right? <laughs> what should we go by? If it had been Jaren and Evan. Now that's that got a ring to it. Yeah. I bet they're like, they wake up in cold sweats at night being like, it should have been Evan. <laughs> Jaren and Evan. Jaren should have been that's like their, fucking shithead. <laughs> what if that's like their alarm clock song every morning? <laughs> Crazy <laughs> for this girl. It's news. Uh, all right, number two, Days Go By. Oh, Days Go By was uh, Dirty Vegas. Yeah. Very good. Yep. 2002. I like terrible that Terrible fucking name. But that sounds like a terrible denim line yeah. or something. <laughs> or like Vegas. a real bad Vegas. movie that um, I'd watch. Nice. Number three, Blowing oh. Me Up, parentheses, with her love. Oh, Blowing Me Up, blowing with, her me love. up with Her Love. Is that J.C. Shazza? Yeah, it, it is. is. Yeah. 2003. <laughs> and who was in that music video? Was it Jennifer Love? Hewitt? Hewitt? I think so, or... It was someone like that that I was like, I remember I was in high school and I was like, she's so lucky. (laughs) Wow. All right, number four, handlebars. Handlebars, I have no idea. Okay. Um, Was it again? If I say, if I did this, what do I look like? Bleep, blop, bleep, blop. Um, (laughs) Not good at all. Drunk robot. Okay, the second word. Robot. Uh But replace the first syllable with, um, when a woman's on her period, she has a heavy flow. Flow bot. Yep. That's the name of the yeah. robot. Yeah. I don't remember them. 2008. Oh, okay. wow. I don't know why you okay. don't remember them. Uh, number five. <laughs> number five, Collide. Yeah. Collide? Mm-hmm. Howie Day. Yeah. Howie Day. That was very yeah. confident. Yeah. <laughs> number six, Do I Make You Proud? Um, me. That's the song I sang about my father. No. <laughs> do I, I Make You Proud? I, that's uh, Do I Make You Proud? A silver Fox. It's a woman. Nope. It's a silver fox. A oh, Taylor Fox. Yep. Taylor yeah. Hicks. Taylor yep. Hicks. Yeah. 2006. Whenever American Idol. Taylor Hicks. Do I Two make you proud? No. What, what a weird shot. Like, because that's the away. song that they like, penned for him. It was like the winner's song. It's like the worst match for an artist right. ever. You know? Yeah. Like that's not okay. Anyways, uh, number seven, very memorable tune. <laughs> Lean like a cholo. <laughs> Lean like a cholo. No idea. Uh, we pointing this down. This is you, down yeah. downstairs. No, just. Down. Yeah. Down. down is down, the name of the... Yeah, Down, a.k.a. Kilo. He has to about that sometimes. Down. Just FYI, he does drugs. Yeah. Like a Jolo. Uh, <laughs> number eight, All the Things They Said. All the Things They Said. All the Things They Said. Tattoo. Yeah. Yep. So it was like... The, the, the gimmick was their teenage Russian lesbians. Yep. Yeah. T period. Works for me. Lower T period. Big A. Capital A period. Little lower T. T period. Oh, my God. Big W you. period. Yeah. 2003. That's like uh, every, every tweet from a teenager. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Number nine, lean back. Oh, lean back. Ludicrous. Um, no, like... No, Fat Joe. He was on it. Fat Joe was on Fat it. Fat Joe was on it. Lean back. A group lean of people back. like a police... Oh. Blank word. Oh, shit. A group of people. Or um, action. Or the monster blank. Oh, yeah, the monster blank. That's good. The monster, I don't know. It rhymes with... Quad, <laughs> if you're doing quad city DJ starts with squad. It's a squad. Squad. Oh, squad. Uh, uh, <laughs> squad. Something scary. Yeah. <laughs> loud squad. <laughs> Let's give it to you. Terror squad. Terror squad. Like, That's really right. Fat Joe. <laughs> Fat Joe. Yep. Yep. And finally, number ten, New Soul. I don't have a clue for that. New Soul. It Bull- was an Apple commercial and thus it became big because it was a song featured in an apple commercial then everybody danced Ooh. to so i can oh right um is that israeli girl it is yeah yeah israeli what's girl. her name yale naim yale naim there it is yep 
Yay or nay? Uh, just a little trip Hail down yeah, memory yeah. lane. There you now go. it's time for my question. And I managed to avoid like POD and Hooba's Tank and all that. I kept it. Why and you know you what I thought would come up? I swear to God, I thought um, Crazy Town, Butterfly. Butterfly. Oh, I thought about yeah. That. That's a, I thought about that's it. That's too easy. Hooba yeah. Butterfly. Sugar. Sugar. Baby. Baby. <laughs> that was the song And then and he was like somehow on the roof of Dr. Drew's rehab set <laughs> clinic. Like. Eight years later. Oh yeah, you remember that show? Yeah. 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 What's annoying about that song is like, as much as you hate it, you might find yourself walking the tr- street and start going, "Come, my baby, come, 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 come my, my baby." baby. You but, ah, what am I doing? Right. Like, it's just one of those songs. Right. Oh man, what a song! Very catchy. Um, have you ever met an Olsen twin? Mm, yes, actually. <gasps> you know, I haven't thought about this in a while. Uh, they did a. Relive it. We would do these little things on TRL where they'd send me places, uh, and like they sent me to LA. Mm-hmm. And I went shopping with the Olsen twins, <gasps> and they like took me down Robertson. Shut up! And it was fucking incredible. It was insane. Like just pop. Like we go into a store, and there was already paparazzi waiting. I don't know how they knew, but yeah. So I went and like tried Did you on. Fall these in love with one of them, Mary Kate. I you know I did like one of them. I forget which one it was. Though. That happens with twins. But I did think like we had a connection so much so that. Um, my buddies were like they, they ended up moving to New York like mm-hmm. a year later, and it, their address was like all over the tabloids. Yeah. And so a buddy of mine, it, uh, who's a comedy writer, he's like, "You sh- we should just like show up with like um, I don't know like Lemon Squares or something like you know they like bring <laughs> Welcome their doorbell to the and see if they'll let you up. You never know. Yeah. Um, of course, I never did that because that's insane. But um, you could have. But been. I did. Yeah, they took me shopping on Robertson. Were they nice? They were super nice, super super and nice. So little and so little and and honestly. Like I had such terrible style back then. Like they felt bad for me, so it was like it was like a charity thing almost. You know what I mean? Like I had no fucking idea. You were their angel tree for the year. Yes, exactly. What do we do today, Ashley? I don't know, Mary Kate. Well, dress- Maybe help someone. Did you, did you ask them about the filming of How the West Was Fun, or did that not come up? I don't, or- somehow that did not. Oh, come Oh man, we need the inside. I need on that. some set stories. I think it's on kind of self-explanatory. The West is pretty fun. It was, it was fun. the West fun. Yeah. There were cows and cactuses. Yeah. There you go. And yeah. twin cowgirls. Yeah. Okay. Here's another. Other question. Yep. I did also write these on Dayquil. So no, Ooh. I wrote them on Nyquil. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, so, so this the, is a the good end one. of the question is Z Z Z Z. I hear you're working on producing the first baby reality show centered around Blue Ivy called Infancy. Because, infancy, but fancy. And, yeah. Um, instead of, I know there's been some drama between the babies in the first season, and I was wondering if you could give us a sneak peek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it is called Inf- Infancy. I came up with that <laughs> on Dayquil, actually. Oh, wow. Um, but, How you know, that? the network went with it. The network, by the way, is um, the WB network, which oh, no longer good. exists. But, but they're telling me they're going to make a comeback with the show. And uh, yeah, there's Taylor and there's Madison, and they don't really like each other that oh, much. Shit. And so Madison's always like, ah, I, got, I got stuff in my hair. And then Taylor's all like, ah, put it there. And like, it's drama. Just, yeah, a lot of drama on the Kitten set. Fight. Yeah, a lot of drama on the set. And like, the kids are just, the, the kids aren't getting paid, and they're just working mm. long hours. And, you know, Man. yeah. I'm sorry to hear it, but, but I think it'll, I'll watch. I mean, I'll tune in. Yeah, absolutely. It's I love be good. Wild Babies. I hope Moesha is on it. <laughs> Wasn't Moesha on the WB? Yeah. yeah. On a very special Moesha. Moesha. On a very special Moesha. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In your new Late Show, I've heard there's a very controversial segment involving street performers, quote unquote, freaks and audience members. Yeah. Can you tell freaks. us a little bit about that segment and no, why you thought it would be appropriate? call them freaks, okay. first of all. I'm sorry. Those are my words. Now, what did you say? There, There's some... In your new Late Night Show, there's a controversial segment you do with the audience with street performers. First of all, the uh, it's, it's called the... Uh, uh, tubing with with the, with the phase, and uh, we it's, it's just me 
tubing at a water park, and it's late though. But it's late. It's like dark. It's dark. So there's and the employees keep telling you have to leave. Yeah, and so there are problems. What's the problem again? Um, well, I'm so bi- it's involving so the the audience, and then you mix in street performers and quote unquote freaks. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know they don't like to be called freaks, but right, they I'm are so contortionists. Sorry. A lot of them are um, are magicians. Most of them are homeless. Oh, um, destitute. There's mm-hmm. a lot of like. There's a lot of yeah. There's a lot of urination and just. It's an know. act of goodwill. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Doing. And most of them are just you know they just are they just want a, a pillow, you know. And you give them on. a tube instead. And so we just give them tubes. Yeah. <laughs> so push them down. But the you know that again apparently is going to be going into its uh, next season. Wow. Soon. So congrats. Yeah, tubing, yeah. Oh my Fantastic. gosh, tubing with the face. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, this is a good one. Would you rather have you've angered a wizard, obviously, yeah. Um, yeah. by committing a sin, yeah, a huge one, and we won't even talk about it, but it does mm. involve a certain camera angle, and you having a lot of blisters. Yeah. Um, so, would you rather have your ears and your nipples switch places and they remain functional in those ways, right. um, or have a testicle sack on your chin and you cannot grow a beard to cover it unless it is obviously a pube beard and you still have a testicle sack on your chin? All right, so it's nipples on <laughs> my ears. Yeah, and no, well, ears are well, ears are can nipples, I wear a hat? Are ears. Can I wear like a, a ski hat and just be like a douchey yellow? Yeah, but you might your ear my, nipples will probably show through. See that, and would... you need to hear because you like music. Right, right. <laughs> so I'm hearing through my boobies, boobs. Um, and your... I would not want a testicle sack. <laughs> I barely want one between my legs. It's so gross. Um, I agree. So I, I don't agree more. think I would want a testicle sack on my chin. I would go nipples on the ears. Oh my gosh! And, and yeah, yeah, because. I like my ears licked, but if my nipples <laughs> were licked, wait, where am I going with this? No, no, that's good. That's good. I it's, think yeah. we all have some good information. Yeah. From that. Nice. Okay, here's a good one. Um, this is the best one, and it's okay. the last one, so it's a great mixture. You have pleased Apollo, the Greek god of music, and you're rewarded with a dream duet. You can either bring back two people from any time to sing together, or you can sing with any person from any time. Oh, wow. This is a good one. I know. It's one that you kind of want to have like a few weeks to think I mean, on, but you don't. I mean, you know, obviously everyone's first reaction is lead singer, spin doctors, I guess, right? Yeah. It's just yeah. to play around that fountain <laughs> during, whatever, from that Two Princes video. Yeah. Um, would I would say guy. if I could sing with it, I would say Michael Jackson mm. and uh, um, maybe Pavarotti. Oh. Ooh. Right? fancy or maybe Sade <laughs> go, uh, yeah go with Sade yeah go with Sade <laughs> definitely go with Sade nice what song would you have him sing I can sing any song I don't know um maybe Sledgehammer ooh nice <laughs> you're breaking I boundaries of be. all songs. I know I, just, I don't know I'm, I don't know I feel like I'm oh Sledgehammer <laughs> ow Sledgehammer well dreams really do come true <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even get to talk about some what? e-cards, which you write for. Oh, yes, yes. Love. That is great. I'll quickly talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that you wrote for them. I do. And I, was so I just excited. started. I just started like two and a half weeks ago. Well, they have the consistently funniest stuff. It's all so over good. the internet it's, from fit, Twitter to Facebook. Yes. And um, what's that process like? I hadn't, very, I hadn't even thought about people writing it, you know? Yeah, it's so funny because a lot of people are like, do you really write for them? And yeah. I'm, and like, I just thought it was sort of open source to people on the internet. And there is a user section, but the one that's sort of curated is the, the main page, which mm-hmm. is they have a list. Um, an email goes out every morning with topics. Um, and there's 
there's 20 writers on it and some of them like write for, you know, contribute to the onion and, and our, our late night writers yeah. or whatever. And, um, and so, yeah, they, they just asked me two and a half weeks ago, they were following me on Twitter and they, they asked me if I'd like to write and sub- so submit awesome. to write. Yeah. And so I wrote up 20 e-cards and they said, yeah, why don't you start submitting? Fun. And so I've, I've submitted, but it's super, very oniony in the sense of you pitch. I've probably wrote, um, written, um, maybe 60 of them and I've gotten about five or six on. Oh, wow. So, yeah. It's, it's like, and there's 20 people on the list and they're all writing, you know, about maybe five a piece, right. you know? So it's really, it's tough to, to get one on, but when you get one on, it's like, Oh my God. It's gotta be so I'm, exciting. I'm like, we're going out to dinner tonight. I got a new card on. <laughs> my girlfriend's like, I don't want to have sex with you. That is so nerdy. <laughs> uh, um, but it's really cool. And, and they're really great over there. And, and, uh, and yeah, it's, it's really, it's, it's, it's a challenge because they're not jokes. Yeah. They're specifically said when I sent in my first 20, they're like, some of these are jokes and we mm-hmm. don't do jokes. We do sort of just truthful statements right. that are, happen to be funny. And then they're paired with the perfect image. Oh, yeah. the perfect image. Where yeah. do they get those images? Do they have artists I have working no for idea. them? Or I, don't, I don't know. I, yeah. I, when I go to New York, they have an office there. So I'm going to stop by and yeah. sort of figure out how they do that. But it is. It's really great. Well, it's your so Twitter funny. earned you that because you have oh, such a funny feed. Everybody so should follow you. Yeah, I started, that like, I started that like two and a half years ago. Some buddies of mine were just, you know, uh, everyone was just sort of tweeting stupid shit. And, yeah. And there were pictures of their food and stuff. And then uh, <laughs> right. some, some buddies of mine uh, write for Family Guy and, and they started writing jokes. And I said, well, I'm going to start doing this. And, and for the first year, it was I was terrible. And then I started to figure out like i almost feel like i'm cheating like i figured out how to do it mm. um tell us i don't know <laughs> so much pain um and self-doubt um but yeah and, and then just sort of writing and, and that things come came from there which yeah. is kind of cool that's awesome yeah yeah that is great well thanks for coming on the show no problem, yeah, yeah, you're people and a half. should follow you on twitter it's uh, you managed to get at damien fahey i did yeah. i was one of the first ones well there i'm also mm, a c-list celebrity that's pushing it i think <laughs> so like no one was like you know I'm it wasn't like the girl with i gotta the tattoo get pizza.com <laughs> you know we can follow c-lister damien at <laughs> damien fahey you can follow d-minus listers cole stratton m and oh come on i am at cole stratton i'm at vanessa rack and the podcast is at pmc podcast thank you guys for listening in. Thanks, Damien. Thanks. Thank you. Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening.